of Destiny Total Sports Ministry in conjunction with Deep Experience Revival Level introduce to you God's Word with simplicity and power which is able to save and give you eternal inheritance through God's servant, Pastigo Follow Prince. God bless you as you listen. Thank him for your mother. Thank him for that job. Thank him for your career. Thank him. Thank him for this work. Thank him for this work. Thank him for this that in Africa. Thank him for deep experience. For his word that kept coming our way, week in, week out. Thank him for the months of this year. He is a faithful God. Give him all the praise for your family. Thank him, thank him. Mali Pranadobo Super Thank him for this country, Nigeria, that the plans of the wicked did not work out. Thank God for this Enugu city that we have not run away. We have come to give him thanks. He is a faithful God. We cry to him, he answered. We said, Lord, we have no place to take our children to. We have no place to take our wives to. The Lord answered us. The fake prophet said that everybody should run away. The Lord said to us, don't go anywhere. I am God. I will be exalted here on earth. Are you giving him praise? Thank God that we never should measure this word here. His word kept coming to us. We never should measure this word. We never care that people are running away. We stood firm telling them about Jesus. We stood firm telling them about Jesus. Maleko pramish Give him praise. Give him glory that is due to him. Thank him for your children that are still in school. Thank God for your wife. Thank God for your job. Thank him for the breath in you. You are not languishing like in the hospital. You are not in the burial ground. Give him glory. He is faithful. None of our players break their leg. The one that slumped on the field, God raised him back. He didn't sleep to the burial ground. Lord, thank you for the provision you have made. Lord, you are beating our imagination. You provided more than we asked for. Oti konyeti kagi imela chineke oti konyeti kagi imela imela oti konyeti kagi li Jehovah ime amawa amawa oti konyeti kagi Nimela, Nimela, Oti konyeti kagile Jehovah, Nimela, 
Receive the glory, Lord. In Jesus' most precious name, we have given him thanks. We are here today to appreciate God. To give him praise that is due unto him. Are we saying amen? Are we saying a better amen? God will crown this year for us. It has been an awesome year. A wonderful year in God's presence. God has been faithful to us. He has helped us so marvelously. We have every reason to come again and say, Lord, thank you for what you have done for us. We have other reasons to say, Lord, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We don't even know where to start. As he has started blessing you from the month of January to the 12th day of December. He will crown this year for all of us in Jesus' mighty name. You will not die. Are we saying amen? And very quick, let's just share a little word, then we begin to praise God again. Are we saying amen? It is important to share some word of God so that we can have a good understanding of what we are doing. You know, when you don't have understanding of what you are doing, you will do it anyhow. And you won't get a result. So understanding will always distinguish you in anything you are doing in this life. Remember that scripture in Exodus 15 verses 11. That's our major scripture. But we will start from one. But look at that 11 first. He said, who is like unto thee? O Lord among the gods. Who is like unto thee? O God among the gods. Before you can say that, something must have happened. You can't just say that. Something happened to them before they could see that there is none like unto him. There is none like unto him. Not just something, but something incredible. Something that they have never seen in their lifetime. Something that nobody had ever done. They are not thinking about that. It's unimaginable. They looked at it and said, ah, this one we have never seen before. This kind God, I never seen your kind, this kind God, blessed be your holy name. If you have never seen such a thing in your service with God or in your work with God, listen, from now, after this meeting, you will begin to see it. You walk well with God, God will begin to do marvels in your life so that you begin to sing your own. Most of the songs we are singing is the one they sang before. God wants us to sing our own. 
Because that same God is still our God. And look at what happened from 1. Exodus chapter 15 from 1. Then sang Moses and the children of Israel. This song unto the Lord and speak. Do you remember what happened? When they got to the Red Sea. Do you remember? After God had delivered them from the land of Egyptian. And said, set a journey to a land that is flowing with milk and honey. And Egyptian decided to do what Pharaoh and his horsemen decided to chase after them again. They decided to chase after them again. And when they got to the Red Sea, the Bible said the whole of Israel turned to Moses and said, Ah, why have you done this to us? Does it mean there's no sepulchre in Egypt? That's burial ground in Egypt. Where we can be buried, at least they can locate where we are buried. They can locate where we are buried. And you decided to carry us to this place so that we all perish in a sea. And the Bible said they got that place, they turned to Moses. They were crying to him and said, Moses, what have you people done to us? And Moses turned to God and said, Lord, what do I do? Moses also turned to God, he was crying. And God said to him, why are you crying? What is that thing in your hand? He said, it's a rod. He said, now stretch it. And when he stretched the rod, the Bible said, the sea congealed. You know what it means that the sea congealed? Sea became blocked. Sea became blocked. And there was a path that God made for them to pass through. They were passing through, they were hitting the sea. The rock, they were hitting it. Ka, 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 ka. They were passing. They say, what is this? From that place, the song came, who is like unto this God. We have never seen this God before. We have never seen this kind of God before. We have never seen this kind of God before. And it didn't end there. It didn't end there. And when the Egyptians saw that their God has opened the door for them to pass through, they were passing through. And from a distance, they said, we can catch them back. And they started pursuing. They never knew that this God is a mathematician. Mathematician. He arranges how to drown the enemies. He arranges it very, very well. If you're serving God and you're afraid, you're a foolish man. And as they were coming, they looked. The Lord said, keep moving. Don't worry. I have the power. I can slow their movement. I can slow them. They can never catch up with you. Don't be afraid. Those enemies will never catch up with you forever. I said they will never catch up with you forever. They can never catch up with you forever. As far as you're serving the Lord, as far as you're serving the Lord. And by the time the last person was passing, God has allowed them to get at the middle of the sea. As soon as they got to the middle of the sea, God spoke to the sea. I am the one that made you. I made you the sea. Everything that caused you to congeal, I withdraw. Or you turn to water again. And the whole thing turned to water. <laughs> It was flowing like what I don't know. You know, see how the depth of the sea changed immediately and threatened again. The depth of the sea, eh, if you enter there, nobody will see you again. 
The whole thing changed immediately. And all of them, as they are entering, they are sinking. As they are entering, they are sinking. All of them sank. By the time these people cross over there, they cannot but to sing. Listen, praising God and worshiping him is automatic when God does great wonders for you. You want keyboard to be shocking you before you be singing for God. If keyboard is worth test praising you, you are in trouble. It shows you are not there at all at all. You see, when keyboard is not playing, everybody is looking at the keyboard. You are not there. Look at the people that were singing. Did they tell you there was any keyboardists there? Is there anybody that's playing guitar? It's automatic. Whenever God does wonders, praise becomes automatic. You can use anything to sing. And everything you're doing is working. It takes the praise that comes out of the wonders that he has done. Out of the wonders that he has done. Out of the great things he has done, which you have carefully and consciously think about. Why I'm here today is that I have sat down to think about his wonders. The marvelous hand of God upon my life this year, upon this work, upon my family, upon all my children, upon the work. I see that it's not me. I did not contribute anything there. The enemies came to swallow me up. God silenced them. They came to shut my mouth up. God said, it's not this one. I'll give him victory. I'll give him victory. We, we are not looking at anybody. We are looking up to God. And God kept supplying our needs. According to his riches in glory. Through his son Jesus. Listen, may I say to you. Somebody might think, what are they coming to celebrate? No, 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 no. May I say to you, what I'm coming to celebrate is the things that your eyes can't see. One of the things I'm celebrating today is that my mouth never twisted speaking the truth that is in Christ. The greatest thing I'm celebrating today. If you think I'm celebrating one big thing like that, one big, no, 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 no. If you understand what it means in this present dispensation, when they come to the pulpit, they lie to make money. They lie to the congregation to get money and let their soul perish. We are celebrating today that in the midst of that, many people came here, they had the truth, they ran away. Many came here, they were not comfortable with what I'm saying. Many came here, they looked at me and said, this man don't want to bless us. Bless us, bless us, leave this since you're talking. If you talk like this, you will not grow. I say, eh, I am already growing in Christ. I don't need to grow in number. I want to grow in Christ. It's better for me. I don't want to raise people that will go to hell. I want to raise people that will go to heaven. I don't want to join the minister that will say you carry car tomorrow. I don't want to join those that will say you finish house next year. My own work is to make souls prepared for Christ. If Jesus come now, all of us will rapture. That is what I'm working for. And God has helped me. And that is what I'm doing. That is what I'm celebrating. My friend, that is what I'm celebrating today. 
I had pressure from every angle to twist my tongue. I had pressure from every part to change what I'm saying. But I said no. No changing. Jesus and no other gospel. And anybody that came here can testify it is Jesus and no other gospel. Jesus. So we have reason to celebrate that. In this world, where wickedness is increasing more and more, where the gospel of Christ is being withdrawn from the church, where men are being handed over falsehood, even from the pulpit, where the souls of our young ones are being twisted. If you go out there, you see big boss of children carrying microphone, doing hand like this. Jesus, they don't know. Jesus, they don't know. And somebody raised them and told them that there are people they are copying. But Christ said, no, you can't do it that way because you have not learned that of Christ. That is one thing we are celebrating today. And you will join me to celebrate that because it is awesome. God is faithful. His word keeps coming. Men are growing. Jesus bearing witness to his word. Are we saying amen? Every other thing is addition. We are celebrating the souls of men. Our players out there, no deserved player that will say he didn't hear the gospel this year. Even when we are hearing some of them murmuring, there's no other way you can be reasonable, you can be useful, except by the gospel of Christ. Except by the gospel of Christ. If you didn't hear it now, you will suffer tomorrow. If you won't hear it today, you'll suffer tomorrow. We know they don't know what they are doing now. But they will let her understand what they are doing. Are we saying amen? We are not appreciating God just for the sake of appreciation. We are looking at certain things that is much more important. Are we saying amen? There are certain things much more important to us. Every other thing is addition. That God gave us a land is addition. We call it addition. For me, it's not much thing. It's not much thing. Hallelujah. Because I know he will do bigger than that one. When you are doing the right thing. Do the right thing. You don't need to be begging for money up and down as a pastor. You don't need to be borrowing. You don't need to call for luncheon. Ah! All the gimmicks. Jesus has delivered us from all these things. I will say amen. So he's adding those things. He's adding them. He's adding them. God gave us 60 plus of land in Enugu State. 60. No launching. No shouting. No begging. No borrowing. No offering time. No, if you don't pay offering, things will be tight for you. Everybody who don't give tight things are very tight for them. It's not necessary. So we are only doing what he asks us to do. And what is that? Pursue the souls of men. Exodus 15. Then sang Moses and the children of Israel this song unto the Lord. And speak saying, I will sing unto the Lord. For he had triumphed gloriously. The horse of his rider had he thrown into the sea. That's two. The Lord is my strength and song. And he is become my salvation. He is my God, and I will prepare him an habitation. 
my father's God, and I will exalt him. Verse 3. The Lord is the man of war. The Lord is his name. Pharaoh's chariots and his horns are he cast into the sea. His chosen captains also are drowned in the Red Sea. Verses 5. The depths have covered them. They sank in the bottom as a stone. Verses 6. Thy right hand, O Lord, is become glorious in power. Thy right hand, O Lord, attached in pieces the enemy. Verse 7. And in the greatness of your excellency, thou hast overthrown them that rose up against thee. Thou sendest forth thy wrath, which consumed them as trouble. Verse 8. And with the blast of thy nostrils, the waters we are gathered together. The floods stood upright as a heap, and the depths were congealed in the heart of the sea. Verse 9. The enemy said, I will pursue, I will overtake, I will divide the spoil. My lot shall be satisfied upon them. I will draw my sword, my hand shall destroy them. Verses 10. Thou didst blow with thy wind, the sea covered them. They sank as lead in the mighty waters. Verses 11. Who is like unto thee, O Lord, among the gods? Who is like thee, glorious in holiness, fearful in praises? You are wonder. You are wonder. They started counting the things that his mighty hands has done. I said, let that be your own keyboard. Let that be your own piano that stirs up praise on ending. Let that be the reason why you sing every day. You dance every day. Celebrate God every day. For his mighty hands has dethroned the wicked. Most of the wicked you didn't see. But God kept you alive on the bed. How many people did you hear this year that they slept they didn't wake up in the morning? Many of them. They slept they did not wake up in the morning. They didn't wake up in the morning. That was how they died. Many people went to work. They did not return back home alive. This morning, somebody sent something to me. Five engineers went to work at a Boeing State site. A Boeing State. He said, the engineers, they are still looking for them up to today. Their wives and their children, they are just gazing at the sky. They said they are going to hold a prayer on Monday. Listen, if it has not been the Lord on our side, the enemies would have eaten us up. If it has not been the Lord on your side, it's only the fool that will not pause and say, God, thank you. I appreciate you. It has been you, Lord. When you begin to count these blessings of the Lord, when you reflect the wonders that the Lord has done, when you think about people who fly, many people think that if they go by flight, they will free. <laughs> By the time they went there, they couldn't land. They declared that the plane just disappeared. They are looking for the plane. They have not seen the plane up to today. For some, they said eventually we discovered the plane landed at the Red Sea. That's where it landed. And the shark and the dolphin used the intestine of the people as their lunch. 
They use their skull as their breakfast and preserve some parts of their body to do their dinner. But here we are. God has preserved me and you. God has kept us alive. You traveled. You came back. It's not you. It is the Lord. It is pride in your heart to think that you are strong. Or you are very smart. That's why you didn't use Dana and you use Eric. You didn't use Dana and you use Eric. That was why Dana had an accident and you escaped. It's not true. It is the Lord that kept you. It is the Lord. Look at this nation. We started praying. We said, Lord, where do we carry our children to? Where do we carry our wives to? Where do we carry our aged parents to? They can't run. They have no strength. If this country will be torn apart by the wicked, Lord, where do we carry them to? And the Lord said, speaking to us, in one of the days here, God said, be still and know that I am God. He said, I will be exalted here on earth. I'll be exalted among the hidden. We say, Lord, we are still. We are not running to anywhere. Some other ministers who think that they have their well-being, they say to their members, who are also as rich as them, take your families. This country is about tearing apart. This country is about tearing apart. And they flee out of this nation. And tomorrow they are back again, telling them, oh, forget about it, come back. <laughs> the Lord kept our nation for us. The Lord still kept this state for us. At a time, our peaceable state, Enugu, the enemy said, this is where we will settle now. This state has been so peaceful. We want this state to be scattered. And Enugu, for the first time, became a terror. A terrible place. People run back home 6 p.m. in the night. But today, you can see peace returning. It is the Lord. I say it is the Lord. It is the Lord. We have reasons to return back to say thank you to him. We have reasons to return back to say thank you to him. So we are here today to say, Lord, you are a mighty God. You are a mighty God. The great I am. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You are the mighty God. The great I am. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You are the mighty God. Mighty God. The great I the great I am, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. He is a mighty God. 
He is a mighty God. If you know what the enemy planned against this nation, look at these little, little children. I was asking where would the parents carry these children to? Look at our aged mothers. Where would they run to? The first civil war was nothing. Nothing to compare with anything that will happen now. The first one, people were running to their villages. But this time, there's no village in Nigeria again. No village again. Go to the villages, there's road. Third. But God kept us by his mercy. He heard the cry of his elders and said, no, even the work of Christ cannot just scatter like that. May I say to us, our God has done marvelous things. I said our God has done marvelous things. And that is why we owe him all our praise. That is why you see Moses and the children of Israel they began to count what God has done. The marvels, the mighty hand of God. What his hand alone can do. That alone stirred up the song in them. The praise and worship didn't come mechanically. It was after a deep thought of what God has done. The generation, they are too slow to think about what God has done. Too slow to think about what God has done. They are too much in a haste. They want to jump out and jump into a new year without saying, Lord, thank you. I am here today to count many of his blessings. That Bible said, count your blessings and name them one by one. You are committing sin if you just gather all of them and say thank you for everything you've done. No. It's because you are in a haste. You don't want to sit down and begin to count it. God, you did this. Thank you. You did that one. Thank you. You did the other one. Thank you. You did the other one. Thank you. You did the other one. Thank you. Count it one by one. Name them one by one. That is when it will surprise you what God has done. That is when it will surprise you what God has done. If you are in a haste, you can't count it. You will think you are smart. You will think you are smart. There's no smartness about this. Listen, there's a time this world cannot do a thing of 10,000 naira. There's a time this world can't do something of 10,000, they cut around 10,000. 10,000 naira. No, I'm here. There's a time I was the person cleaning here, cleaning here. A lady came here one day. I was scrubbing this place, cleaning this place. On my knees, she walked into here. He said, you want to see the man of God? I said, what would the man of God do for you? I asked her, what would the man of God do for you? He said, you hope this man of God is very powerful. I said, I don't know. But what will he do? Tell me so that I will know. I'm counting my own blessing. Where he picked me from. Listen, I was in an office there. If you share this one, three. If you share this one, three, that's the size of that office. That was the size of that one. So I'm counting my own blessing. Listen, it's not what you quickly jump into. No. You can't praise him well. So I was counting it. That small office three. So people who feel the hopeless will now have to close the toilet. 
if you are pressed there, you're on your own. If you are ever pressed there, you're on your own. Because we have packed all our cartons inside the toilet. You would see where you will go and ease yourself. All our cartons, including me. If I'm pressed, I'm in trouble. So we have packed all our cartons and all our kaya inside our place and use it to cover the whole place. So that we can see space where people can stay. So at the time people will fill the whole place, they stay outside. At the corridor, where are other people supposed to be using? Other tenants should be using with me. So they will just stay there. And we are doing it like that. We are pushing it. And one day, I needed to pack out some books. And there was nobody in the office. I need to go and pack the book out. I suffered that day. Because I had to pack out so many things before I can get to where the book was packed. So as I was packing the whole thing, I got to a place. I stood like this. I said, Lord, ah, if you can give us a better place, a bigger and better place, it will be better. I said, I'm suffering too much. <laughs> I said, this suffer is too much. I said, Lord, it's not book I want to get. I have to pack so many things before I get a book. <laughs> and immediately I finish. I could hear God say, go ahead. As I was about going, as soon as I came out, I saw the landlord. He said, Pastor, how are you? I said, I'm fine, sir. How are you, sir? He said, fine. He said, hey, Pastor, go and check. There's a place there. See whether you like the place. I said, where is the place? He said, go. At the E-block. Yes, yeah, so they brought me to this place. Ah, it was wonderful. I said, guy. I went to him. I said, it's good. <laughs> now he's remaining to pay. I know God will pay. I asked him how much he tell us. I said, no problem. That was how God brought us here. And eased me of that stress. At least our toilet is free. Though not very free. But God has already given us. The one that made the toilet free now. <laughs> Permanently. <laughs> Are we saying amen? And that was how we came to this place. Now, when we came to this place, we started our work. The one that brought this, our final movement out of this place, was the day we held a meeting with these dead players and their parents. When we held that meeting with these dead players and their parents, it was so embarrassing. It was so embarrassing. And our last year Thanksgiving also, I have said, God, we can't be paying hotel people such an amount of money. It's too much. And when their parents came, some of the parents were downstairs. Because even this place, we are filled up. Some of the parents were downstairs. And the brethren came and told me that we invited people to come. You didn't give them a place to stay. He said they have a boss self and they don't have a place where people can stay. <laughs> so, when we finish that one, we say, Lord, we know we have been praying to give us a bigger place. Lord, give us a bigger place now. Give us a bigger place. Listen, I am sharing with you what made me to say, Lord, I have to say thank you to you. You are faithful. Too faithful. You have never failed once. And I have told my people, I said, let's start looking for a place. And God went ahead and got the place for us. God went ahead on his own. Is somebody saying amen? And that day, 
I received a call. Pastor, come. There is a place. I said, come and check that place. I got to the place. I looked at the place. As I was going behind, God said, better take it now. Better take it now. I said, well, the morning He said, don't worry, the morning will come. <laughs> and we came back and discussed. Before you know, God gave us the money we paid. Today, we are the owners of that place. Work is starting there the first week of June 2022. Please, is there no reason to thank this God? He's awesome. He's awesome. So when he said, count your blessings, name them one by one. Count your blessings, see what God has done. Count your blessings, name them one by one. And it will surprise you what the Lord has done. I will say amen. It will surprise you what the Lord has done. The Lord brought the money we paid. No sweating. Next year, we are going to build something there that will be very, very unique. So join me in prayer. I don't build the pattern God didn't give. Only what you need to help me to do is say, Lord, give pastor the pattern we'll build there. We don't want to build what we see another church building. I don't want it. God forbid. We don't want copy and paste. Direct from heaven. So we are going to pray and be asking the Lord, Lord, help pastor. That he will not copy and paste. Let it be the pattern you give that we are going to build there. So if anybody comes there, he will see what God is saying. Because once he gives us the pattern, he will bring the money. He will bring the money. So don't fear. Are we saying amen? So we are counting our blessings. Naming them one by one. I'm surprised that many of you didn't want to come today and say, oh, we thank God for this. Now if you go back home, take your full scrap sheet, begin to write the blessings. Think about the ones that God has not done. If you have not married, thank God you are marryable. Thank God you don't have any disease in your body. Thank God that I'm still strong. Thank God I am healthy. I am not languishing in the hospital. Wasting there. Lord, I thank you. There are so many things to thank God for. So if I start counting this thing, there are too much. Now, what am I trying to say? There are so many things that the Lord has done. If I tell you what the enemy planned, but God said no, it's not going to work. The uncountable, the uncountable, marvelous things that the Lord has done, marvelous things that the Lord has done, I won't finish all of them. Let me stop here. But go back home, count your blessings. It will change your attitude towards God. It will change your behavior. It will push the devil away from you. Ungratefulness is a defilement. Ungratefulness is a defilement. What do you call fulfillment? Is it marriage? No. Marriage is not fulfillment. Fulfillment is you living the life of Christ. Fulfilling the purpose why God brought you here on it. Affecting the life of others. Transforming men. Changing them. Turning them to Christ. 
calling them to Christ. Bearing fruit for his kingdom. You have not chosen me. I am the one that chose you. And I have ordained you that you should go and bear fruit. And bear fruit. Marriage is not fulfillment. Many people marry, they died. It's the marriage that killed them. Having money is not fulfillment. There are people that have money today. It's the money that is killing them. The Bible said the prosperity of the fool will destroy them. There is no work you would have given to me that is better than what I'm doing today. See souls of men being converted this year, even if it's one or two, gives me joy. When I look at the players of this death in Africa who are turned to Christ this year, at least one, two, three of them, my heart rejoices. I know there are other ones who have not come to the meeting to settle down in new convert class, but I know God has touched their lives. I know. I know they have repented in their homes. I know. I know. By reason of the gospel of Christ, they keep hearing week in and week out. That is what I'm celebrating. God is awesome. We sat down here in our meetings without anybody touching anybody. People are receiving Holy Ghost. No, they sit down. The baptizer comes and baptizes. Say, this is one of them. This is one of them. This is one of them. They blow in tongues, serving the Lord with gladness of heart. Can we shout amen? Finance never became a problem for us. And God is able sustaining every one of us. He has never failed us for once. Not once. Can we shout amen? Now look at that again. As I say this, we take our leave. Which is our focus again. When God does wonders, look at the next thing that people do. After they have finished giving in praise, the next thing that they never fails to build a habitation for him. They never fails to build a habitation for God. For the wonder that the Lord has done, they never fail to build a habitation for God. I will make my heart your dwelling place. I will build your throne in my heart. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, I say come. And take your place in my heart. They never failed to build a habitation. Exodus 15 verse 2. Exodus 15 verse 2. They never failed to build a habitation for God. They never failed to build a habitation for God. They never failed to build a habitation. Look at verses 2. The Lord is my strength and my song. He has become my what? My salvation. He is my God. And I will prepare him an habitation. My father's God and I will exalt him. I will prepare him a habitation. I will prepare for him a habitation. My heart shall be his dwelling place. 
I will prepare for him a habitation. In 2 Kings chapter 5, if you go there again, you look at Naaman. Naaman did the same when God did the wonder in his life. No one that God has done wonders in their lives indeed, wonder that no other God, no person can do without them building a habitation for God in their heart. No one, go and check through your Bible. They are not offering God money. They are not offering God car. They are not offering God houses. God needs a habitation. Men to build a habitation for him when he has done wonders in their lives. That is where we begin to miss it in the church. They have misunderstood thanksgiving. They call it another thing. They never knew whenever God has done wonders. The next thing the Lord does is that he demands you building a habitation. He demands you building a habitation. In 2 Kings chapter 5, if you look at 14 to 17, the case of Naaman, Elisha said, go and dip yourself. When you dip yourself in the water, you will come out fresh. He was struggling. At the end of the day, he went and dipped himself. When he dipped himself and came out, what happened? The Bible said he came out, his flesh become like that a little child. His flesh became as fresh as of a little child. And he came to the man of God and said to the man of God, man of God, take money. Man of God, take money. Man of God, take this blessing from me. Man of God said, no. I am not taking 10 naira from you. There is something God needs when he do great wonders in the life of people. There is great thing that God needs. Listen, if you have come to this Thanksgiving with money in your pocket, when you have not built a habitation for God, pack your money well and go back home with it. Listen, pack your money well, 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 well. Pack it well, well, well. Go back home. Keep it well in your home. It's not what God is calling you for. What God calls for in a meeting like this, if you have counted your blessings, you know there is something God has done. He's demanding you build a habitation. You will build a habitation. God wants to make his dwelling place your heart. God wants your heart to be a place where he can inhabit. He wants to dwell in your heart. So what God needs from you is you. What he needs from you for the wonders he has done is you. There's nothing you're giving to him that is to be compared with you. It is you in it. Look at it in the life of the Israelites. Look at it. Exodus chapter 15 verses 2. It said, I will build a habitation for this God. Who has shown us his power and his strength. Who has demonstrated his wonder. Who has shown there is no God to be compared with him. So which other God will I serve? Which other one will I pay who made you? Which other God will I bow down to? Who again is worthy to take my heart? What God demands in this thanksgiving from you is to build a habitation for him. If there is anything you can remember that God has done in your life, may I say to you today, God don't need your money. If 
you have not given him your heart. Leave all this game that you are saying in the church this recent time. Leave all the gimmicks that they paint our God as a cheap God. Leave all this calo-calo that you see pastor jump up and down. They are satisfied when you start flinking 2020 naira and 1,000 that you can't compare with the soul of a man. There's no flinging of 10 naira I'm here for today. My God is bigger than that. I have shared with you what he has done. The wonders he has done. The wonders he will still do. <laughs> you will see greater wonder. Wonder inside wonder. Why? I have decided to build a habitation for him. I have decided also to join him. To tell men to build a habitation for him. Are you ready to build a habitation for the Lord? God showed us. This is how it works. He said, the Lord is my strength. He said, I will prepare him an habitation. I will prepare him what? An habitation. I will prepare him an habitation. So today, as we have come for Thanksgiving, what God is demanding from you? Don't mind them. They are flinging money up and down. As if God has become Oriego. When God has done wonders, only what he's asking for, build a habitation for me. Build a habitation in your heart for me. Build a habitation in your heart for me. We saw it in 2 Kings chapter 5. Naaman brought to Elisha. Go to 14, 5, 14. I will read it. Because we need to get it. Then went he down and dipped himself seven times in Jordan according to the saying of the man of God. And his flesh came again like unto the flesh of a little child and he was cleansed. Can you go to 15? And he returned to the man of God. He and all his company and came and stood before him. And he said, Behold, now I know there is no God in all the earth, but in Israel. Now, therefore, I pray thee, take a blessing of thy servant. <laughs> he thought he can pay off, like many of us pay off with one one thousand. One one thousand that is not even well pressed. One thousand that is dirty. Like many of us pay off with ten thousand. Some will pay off with 100,000. They are flinging it. As pastor says, raise your offering up. Raise it above your head. Be flinging it. Say, thank you, Jesus. That is strategy. That they used to intimidate people. Do your father need that force? Even from men who are not born again. Men who have not repented. Men who has not built a habitation in their hearts for God. Did God fall the mind the thing in their hands? Did God tell the man of God to collect that thing from them? Did he tell them to collect it? Has he asked this man, have you ever built a habitation in your heart for God? Have you built a habitation? Is your heart a habitation for God? That is the first thing God is asking. 
when he said, man of God, take. Take this blessing, servant of God. And look at the genuine servant of God, what he said. As the Lord liveth, before whom I stand, those men who collect ten ten naira in the place of the souls of men, returning to God, they are no more standing before God again. They can't hear God again. Their hearing has blocked. They have vanished before the presence of God. Who don't understand that this is the business of God? That the habitation of God must be built in the heart of any man that God has done marvelous things in. And what did the man of God say? But he said, as the Lord liveth, before whom I stand, I will receive none. And he urged him to take it. But he did what? He refused. And look at what came out of it. Verse 17. And Nehemiah said, Shall there not then, I pray thee, be given to thy servant two most spotted of earth? For thy servant will henceforth offer neither burnt offering nor sacrifice unto other gods, but unto this God who hath done wonders in my life. Can somebody shout amen? To that man of God say, Go ahead. What is he using the two most of earth to do? To build a habitation for God. To build a habitation for God. Ah, Jesus, my tongue will not change. Jesus, my tongue will not change. Because of tented naira that men will offer and the body of Christ will sink. It is not true. It is not true. Who speak the truth as the Lord is showing us. Value must be restored to what God is looking for. May I say to you today, if you are afraid when you are coming, that is money we are trying to look for. We are not looking for your money. The Lord said, what he needs from you today, ask yourself a question. Have you given your heart to God to build a habitation? Has the Lord done anything in your life? Will you give that heart to God today? Say, Lord, build your habitation in this heart. My joy will be complete and full. Even if nobody drop 1,000 here. Say, Lord, build a habitation. Is somebody shouting amen? Build a habitation. Build a habitation. Today, I want to say to you, what did you come for? Have you built a habitation for the Lord in your heart? What is occupying your heart? What is dwelling in that heart? All these wonders the Lord has done, whom are you going to serve? Whom are you going to bow down to? Whom are you going to worship? Whom are you going to pay allegiance to? Whom are you going to say, ah, he is my God? Have you proved there is no other God to be compared with this God? Just like Naaman, everywhere they mentally remain. Why shouldn't I serve this God? You wouldn't have seen me standing here today. The enemy thought he would hold me down. I wouldn't have been in deep experience yesterday. It was so bad. The whole hell opened. They said, let's see how you walk again. I say it's a lie. You know it's late. He said, little children, you are of God. You have overcome them. For greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. 
For whatsoever that is born of God overcometh the world, and this is the victory that overcome the world, even our faith. I said, the devil, you have come to the wrong place. I am on my feet. I am on my feet. You can't stop me. You have come to the wrong place. He carried it. I am not guessing. I know what he has done. I know it. The wonders he has done. Is he not ashamed? I am standing shouting the way I'm shouting. <laughs> I said he carried it. He carried my pains, my disfigurements. Everything wrong with me, he has carried all of them. He carried all of them. No one is remaining. You can't. You are too small. All these things are the wonders he has done. Why won't I build a habitation for him? Why won't you build a habitation for him? Who takes over your heart as we finish? Who takes over the heart? Who have you given the heart? Who is building a habitation in your heart? Who has taken your heart? Have you learned the mundane things of the world? Have you learned all the troubles of the world? To occupy your heart? You run from pillar to pole? You don't want to say, Lord, this heart is for you. This heart is for you. Something more than gold. I have something more than gold. Something more than gold. I say, I've got something more than gold. <laughs> if all I've got is Jesus, I've got something more than gold. I'll scream it to the wall. Jesus is more than gold. More than gold, more than gold. I have something more than gold, more than gold, more than gold. Jesus is more than gold, more than gold, more than gold. I have something more than gold. I'll scream it to the world. Jesus become more than gold to you. Will you tell it to the whole world that he has become more than anything for you? Can you say, Lord, as we are praying now, say, Lord, take this heart. God is not asking for another thing. First, the heart is what he's asking. If you have not given your heart, if you are giving him anything, he's not accepting it. Will you say, Lord, take this heart completely? Take this heart completely. I mean this heart completely. Take the heart. What did you come here to give today? If it is not your heart, there is still something struggling with your heart. Say, Lord, I have seen what to give first. If you have given half and half, say, Lord, I give my whole heart now. Whole of them. If the heart you have given since January till now is half, say, Lord, I give all. Take my heart, something more than gold. I have found something more than gold. I will make the whole world know that I found Jesus. He's more than gold. Nothing occupy this heart again. 
I dethrone whatever that has taken my heart over the years. Today, as I have come to thank God, I decide completely, O oh Lord, to build a throne. A habitation. Just like Naaman, he built a habitation for God. Just like the children of Israel, they saw the wonders of the Lord, they built a habitation for the Lord. Lord, the same way I have choose to build a habitation for you, a habitation for you. We give glory to you. We worship you. In Jesus' most precious name, we have prayed. I know you are blessed by the message you just received. We encourage you to join our Open Heaven meetings, connecting to God's help every first of the month, 5 p.m. Deep experience with Jesus every Saturday, 5 p.m. And our life-transforming seminars for all in Sport Circle at Suze E23, C2C Plaza, Bukiti Road, Enugu, Nigeria. Visit our Facebook page, Savior of Destiny Total Sports Ministry. Instagram at Savior T Sports. Twitter at Savior Total. WhatsApp number 090-60-222-330. Email Savior of Destiny Total Sports Ministry at gmail.com. You are blessed. Changing me.